0: So, Welcome to today's episode. I'm excited about today's episode. It is called, It's a Process and You Can't Cheat It. And I'm super excited to be having this conversation with an amazing uh, woman and friend, Miss Jacqueline Lulu Brown. I'm actually going to let her kind of pull the layers back on who she is so you can really learn more about her. Hey Miss Jacqueline, how are you? Hey Becky, how are you? I'm doing great today. Awesome. Okay, so Lulu, that Lulu in the middle of your name, how how did you come about? Is that your middle name or how did Lulu come about?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, it is one of the names that I was given. And you know it's it, it's funny because some people are not old enough to remember but there was a endearing but very mischievous cartoon character called The Little Lulu. Mm-hmm. And that is where the name came from. My mom gave me that name at a very young age because I was a very different child. I was noisy, I was a busybody, and I was always going in the opposite direction of where most children were. And I was just always into something that most children were probably a little fearful of doing. And I received that name and she will tell you that I have been a Lulu my entire (laughs) life. (laughs) I
0: love it. I love it. I love when we embrace who we are, especially through our names. Now, Jacqueline, first of all, I love that our kindred spirits is that you are a woman of faith. But I think what's really interesting uh, with our listeners are women-owned businesses that you spent 40 years in information technology and engineering. That was the industry that you were in. And in 2010, the the real calling on your life came um, and it was burning up. As you describe it, it was like a fire shut up in your bones. And you really realized that you had a deeper calling on your life to really revolutionize today's church and faith-based organizations with a message that you share with the message. So tell us a little bit about that calling to revolutionize today's church and faith-based organizations.
1: You know, Becky, um, when you started out and I say it's a process and you can't cheat.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: what I saw is that in our faith-based organizations, some, this isn't to, to denigrate or indict anyone, but in some cases, It was more of the going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And as long as I do these set of things, everything is going to work the way that I should. What are those set of things? Well, as long as I follow along and I'm on time for Bible study and I'm doing whatever auxiliary duties I may have in the church and I'm abiding by all of the rules, so to speak that everything is going to flow exactly the way that I want it to go. Mm -hmm. And there is a part of every area of our life that is a process. And whether your business, whether it's um, not-for-profit ministry, whether it's a for-profit business, the preparation and the work that goes into building that It's a process Mm
0: -hmm. and we can't
1: cheat it. We can't, you know, move one way or another to just make things magically happen. Yeah. And one of the key things is that I saw where we as women had so many unresolved issues Mm. and those issues weren't being talked about. And we seem to have been praying over them or just pray and get over it or you know, pray your way through, don't worry about it, don't live in the past. And some of these things were actually hindering us. Mm -hmm. And I call it our unsaid. So Mm -hmm. it was really uncovering and having a process to talk about the things that we need to talk about, but we never do. We need to address them and confront them, but we never do. And it's those things that we sit back and wonder, well, why am I not reaching the levels that I desire to reach? Because there's just some things that we have not taken ourselves
0: through the process to get beyond. Oh, I love that Jacqueline, Uh, which makes it very clear why you can't cheat the process because of, of some of those unsaid things. And a lot of times we want to go from step one to step five and skip the ones in between, but don't really realize those unsaid things that we need to deal with is what's keeping us from getting to point five. Is that what inspired you to start your business? Yes, it did. It actually did.
1: Because Becky, the
0: truth be told,
1: everything that I do in my business now, Mm -hmm. I was already doing when I was in corporate. And I just had this again, that's the Lulu in me. I'm just, I'm always looking for where is the help needed? And what are we going to do to make sure that everyone is soaring collectively? Mm -hmm. I've never been individualistic. I've always been about, for lack of a better word, I'm going to say the gang. Mm -hmm. Because in the cartoon with little Lulu, it was Lulu and her gang. And she was always leading them to do something that was beneficial for someone else, but was a little bit on the outrageous side. So as I found myself in corporate, I found myself gravitating to very uh, unique, eccentric engineers and IT folks that were probably more on the level of a Steve Jobs Okay, but there was no one that could help them sort of channel all of their genius so that they could go to the levels that they wanted to go to. It was more about conformance. And so I just took and looked at that. And then I in contrast, I looked at what was going on in the church with women. And Mm. I said, there's a component missing here. So I started doing that before I started my business, but that fire shut up in my bones Mm -hmm. when I got to that place, because now the fire is burning to say, okay, it's time for you to move. You're working full-time in corporate and yes, you're making a difference and you're doing all these other things and you're doing ministry work, but you are still not, again, Mm process. You are still not walking in the full gifting power, genius, and brilliance that God wanted me to. Most importantly, Becky, I was still having unhealed, unsaid and unresolved
0: issues myself. Wow. And and let me ask you this, when you started to resolve your issues and uh, work on healing yourself, what was that, that process and how did it propel you?
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> You're All like, right. uh-oh, it's getting deep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a loaded question. So, so, so let me, I'm going to break it down real quick. Okay. There was one piece, Becky, that I call it, I was, I, I'm just going to say it. I, I, I had gotten ingrained in what I call the religious matrix. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it, it was very um, ritualistic and I was not operating. I wasn't even understanding what my true gifting was. And then on top of that, I wasn't going to the root of what my issues were. So I had to wake up. There was an awakening of who God created me to be. Because mm-hmm. first of all, I didn't even have a real understanding of who I was. I mean, I knew I love God and, you know, we've got that real quick sentence. We say, um, I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled with a mighty burning fire. Pray for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's a sentence that we commonly hear. But do we really know and understand the true power of who we are? And have we aligned that with what it is we're doing? Regardless, whether it's business, whatever it is, have we aligned that? So it was that waking up
0: Mm -hmm. and then
1: I had to actually discover, I had to discover me at a whole new level. I had to be willing to face the things that were not very pretty. Mm -hmm. I had to be willing to just say, you know what, Um, this is not a good place and you have got to go to the root of it. And that's what led to transformational healing and that's what leads to self forgiveness and reclaiming one's self worth because we mix up self esteem and self worth yeah. and at that point that's when wow i can really ascend to my highest self oh, but i had to go through I that process it.
0: i love it and now okay so that, that so for for our listeners her company is revolutionary ascension. Did I say that right? Revolution ascension. Revolution ascension. It makes sense now that once people uh, are revolutionized, they can ascend um to their their next level. I totally get the awakening and discovering yourself. One of the one of my favorite co- quotes is that you cannot fix what you do not acknowledge. Mm. And so because you acknowledge your, your, your pains, when we acknowledge our hurt, when we accept, okay, this is, this is some of the things that has gone on with me. And these are some of the things I do not like about me. And I want to change those things. I just think the world tends to open up and, and so many women, um, and especially women entrepreneurs, need to do this work because this work is a part of really accelerating the growth in their business. I think that's thus the thing that we sometimes we want to do all of the tactical stuff, mm-hmm. but not the, which the external stuff, but not the inward work that really deal with you really taking your, your business and your life. Cause when you, when you ta- deal with your life, it helps you to take your business to the next level. So as an entrepreneur, and going through and teaching women how to uh, to do this, what are some of the mistakes that you've made as an entrepreneur and how, how you recover from it? Oh, wow.
1: Okay. So the greatest mistake that I've made was becoming distracted and helping others achieve their dreams while neglecting my own.
0: Ooh. Because as
1: a face. Faith, per, faith-based person. Whew, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. There. But as I'm going to say that again, as a faith-based individual, we are often taught, and I'm going back to the religious matrix, we are often taught that it is a selfish thing for us not to continue to serve everyone in all of their dreams and help them obtain it. And to work on our own dreams, our own aspirations in businesses doesn't make us selfish. And so I found myself caught up in that. And so what happened is that it was very easy for me to start veering off the path and the trajectory that God put in me. Mm -hmm. I was so busy saying yes to what everyone else was asking me to do that i broke my own process and learnings notice i said my own process so here's a process that i've developed and i've learned and i broke it and what was that don't get caught up in someone else's matrix that's something that i was teaching but becky in all transparency i fell into the trap myself so now my power gifts abilities brilliance and genius is like a magnet, like blood in the ocean, attracting sharks.
0: Because now
1: I'm just out there and I'm think about, you know, if, if, if the listeners can imagine, I'm just in the ocean bleeding out. And here come the sharks and see, when you are a person that is already not afraid, when you're a Lulu and you swim in the deep blue ocean to begin with, well, remember, you're not just out there in La La Land, they're sharks. And mm-hmm. if you start bleeding out, them sharks are going to come and boom, they're going to literally eat you alive. So I recovered with one simple thing. I prayed and I heard the voice of God. And in that hearing, I began to swim in a different direction. That took me Not back to shore, but you know what it did? It took me into deeper, darker blue waters. Now, Mm. what people don't understand is that when you go deeper, there are times when the light gets brighter. The deeper you go, I call it God's abyss. Mm. There's no ending to it. And it's a wonderful place to be. Now, by now, your listeners are probably saying, "Mm, she's crazy. (laughs) And guess what? I really am. Because what I found is that what other folks deemed crazy about me was actually my genius. So I began to go deeper in God. I got away from the sharks because there are some places that God will allow you to swim to and to go deep where now there are no sharks and there's no blood in the water because you're so deep Mm -hmm. in where God wants to take you. And that's why I say, you can't cheat the process. You gotta go through the process, whatever that individual's process is.
0: I I love this Jacqueline. I I think one of the things that really um, stood out, especially in ministry, I've had so many clients and so many women in in my community who are uh, are, we're faith-based but then their, their business is, is a ministry type based where they're helping other Christians or they have a process for them. And what tends to happen, because I have done work with uh, a lot of uh, pastors and leaders and they feel uncomfortable um, charging for their, their, their product or their service. And it can't do the disconnect between, um, doing work in the church and then doing work on their own. They keep tying it together. So they end up, like you said, distracted, helping everybody else, helping Mm -hmm. them for free or helping them for low cost, even though that there's so much more that they have to offer. And it's so easy. Um, to get caught up in that mindset as Christians, as believers. And let me say this. Let me just go ahead and put it out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our people of faith want to uh, uh, um, hem you up or charge at you because you don't do it because you you are a believer. You're not helping me because, but this is my livelihood. That's and right. <laughs> this is This is what I do. Um, you know, speak on that because I know you work with people in uh, in the, the faith-based industry. You know, how often are you, you see that happening and how that hurts um, the individual long-term because if God led you there, he is going to provide for you there. And all those naysayers will just stop you from getting there. Exactly.
1: Um, Becky, there's a couple of things that we as faith-based, and I'm going to say women of God, we have to remember, one, we have to come out of mammy mode. And what I mean, I'm talking about, sure enough, mammy. Mm -hmm. We are not the savior of everyone. And stop running behind Miss Charlotte, anyone that remembers the movie Gone with the Wind. Mammy spent all her time running behind Miss Charlotte. We have to stop thinking that we are everyone's mammy because we are women of God. Ooh, you do it. not have to give it away for free. It is not meant for us to be poor because here is the real rub. How are we going to draw people and let them see how great the God we serve if we are poor, broke, uh, can't pay rent, house in foreclosure, car being repossessed, and we always crying That is, there's no glory. God is not getting any glory out of your life with that. And it sounds a little harsh, but we have to become comfortable that we are destined to be successful. God told us that in his word. He told us he would give us the power to obtain wealth. But yet we pray mealy mouth prayers of begging him. And the only way that we move from begging is that we take the gifts that we've been given. And when God gives us a business, we charge what we and our services are worth. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, I said one of my processes is that I had to reclaim my self-worth. Mm-hmm. Well, part of that self-worth, Becky, is that I had to know that I am worth what I ask people to pay me based on the gifting that God has given me that I
0: am given to them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and, you know, with, with that, the work that you do with, with women share about um, your company, how you help individuals or organizations. Um, So give people some insight into what you do and who you serve and what that looks like.
1: So I serve faith-based women and I love um, serving those that are in faith-based organizations because there's just a need there for us to really, um, one, deal with whatever issues that we have. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I help women to do is to be who they are authentically. Um, Becky, one of the things that I have seen is that Women will spend year after year after year searching and trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing? And a big piece of that is that they are not aligning who they are at their core in their essence. Who are you authentically and who are you being and taking and aligning that with what it is you want to do and where you want to go and really helping them to see how they can allow their spirit to lead their intellect and their genius. And I love these words. These are my hashtags because women, a lot of, many times they do not realize that, yes, you are genius. Yes, you've got some capabilities in your brain scientifically. There are some things in our brain that we can do that men can't. And that's Mm -hmm. just scientifically proven. I won't go into all of that, but I'll tell (laughs) people if you wanna really know more of that, go to places like the Amen Clinic and all these different science um, brain studies that are done. And you can learn about the capacity that a woman's brain has and the ability. So what I do is I help women discover all that is great about them Mm. and then align it with their spirit and then let all of that push and propel all of their gifting and and their genius so that they are being who they were created to be authentically. Now I'll say again, it's a process Becky and I'm not gonna tell anybody it's easy process. Mm -hmm. Um, There are times when yes, some people will be in my Ascension Academy And yes, I sound like Malcolm X reincarnated because yes, (laughs) I'm going to get down and dirty and I'm going to take us through what we're doing that we need to stop doing. I'm going to take us deep and I'm going to take us as African-American women. And I very well go a little deeper because I'm an African-American woman. Mm -hmm. And so there are some things that, are not easy to digest but when you come to the realization and you get beyond it Becky women reach a place of power in their lives that they never imagined so who am I for I'm for the woman that wants to experience success above and beyond where she is now places that she never imagined. Mm -hmm. I'm for the woman that really truly believes there is no sky and there are no limits. I'm for the woman that does not believe in the cliche, the sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. That's a cliche that we should stop regurgitating in our language. Because when we are tapped into and aligning who we are spiritually at our core, who our creator and Becky, it doesn't make a difference whether a person is Muslim, um, Hebrew, uh, Christian, Catholic. Mm -hmm. This isn't about religion. This is about who God made the female and the divine power that was given to us, regardless of what we put on as a label of faith.
0: I love that. And I I love... Um, and you demonstrate this in your, um, in your walk and your interaction with people. I've been very fortunate and blessed to have had connections and, um, broken bread with you together and you demonstrate this in your, uh, in your life. Our our community is is a a community of women entrepreneurs. Um, We are faith-focused and we're faith-friendly and business-focused. But I want you to share one tip. Before we wrap up, I want you to share one tip Um, with our women entrepreneurs that you have either learned on your entrepreneur journey that will be helpful uh, to them, or um, one tip that you want to share just because you believe it will help the community that's listening to you now. So what's the tip that you could share with our listeners?
1: I'm going to say, and I can't say it enough, be authentic. And I want to be really clear. I don't mean being inappropriate and being rude because you think that that's, you know, who it's okay to do that. That's who you are. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about being authentic in the way that we were created uniquely. I would advise that a woman get to know herself in the deepest manner before she starts looking to run over here and run over here and do this and do that. Know thyself first. Yes. Then be true to yourself. Align your spirit, your essence in the core of what you desire. Do that work first. Take the path of doing all the inner work first. And once they've completed that step, move forward with fire inside of them to achieve their dreams, but you can't cheat the process. You gotta do the inner work first, search yourselves because if you try to cheat that process, I will never tell someone that they won't be successful, Mm -hmm. but you'll always find that something's missing you'll find some extra stumbling blocks. Mm -hmm. So take yourself through that process first. I made sure that I knew me and that I completed the required work before I went to go deeper on my journey.
0: I think that is so, so good is uh, know thyself. And to know thyself means you have to acknowledge some of the things about yourself that um, I think Jacqueline, the words you, you said is you have to speak on the unsaid. You have yes. to now address um, the unsaid. Please share with our listeners how they can connect with you, how they can um, follow you, where they can find you. Uh, I love to make sure that we expose our amazing speakers um, to our community and that our community uh, reacts to engage back with our speakers. So, so share with uh, the community how people can connect with you, find you, and know what you have going on.
1: Sure. Um, I would love for to give them a free consult. And it really is a consultation. So how do they sign up for that? On the business Facebook page, Facebook backslash Revolution Ascension. And when you go there, the link is right there. The calendar is there. And you get a free 30 minute consultation. And it's really a real consultation. Um, When they sign up, they get sent a questionnaire because I'm interested in where individuals want to go. Mm -hmm. I really want to be able to give them the most that I possibly can in that 30 minutes. So I encourage them. That's really how you get to know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you get to questionnaire and you get to have that 30 minutes with me. And that's a really great way for us to get to know one another. So you can go on Facebook and do that. And then you can go to my website, which is revolutionascension.com, www.revolutionascension.com but I encourage people to go on my business Facebook page because if they inbox me, I do respond. Um, the calendar's there for them to make an appointment with me and we can really get to know each other.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Miss Lulu, um, (laughs) for really sharing. Um, there is no way you to cheat the process successfully. You have to go through the process and we got to stop looking for cheat codes for everything that's out there, um, because the blessing is actually in the process. Um, so thank you so much, uh, for joining us on this episode of the Bosspreneur podcast, and we will see you again next week. Have you joined our Facebook community, the female CEO headquarters? you need to join the female CEO headquarters. It is our Facebook group. If you start like an entrepreneur, we're going to teach you how to scale like a CEO. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, and you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements, plus I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more you can go to TheBossPreneurBusinessCircle.com. dot That's b o s s p r e n e u r BusinessCircle.com or Becky